Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is a New World Order and I am Chancellor Zancy Webber, the National Council of Zane Australia, here with my friends from across the seas. One, whose foresight is second only to his lack of taxes and the other, whose foresight led him down a dark, dark, dark path. What? Well, welcome, ally. <laughs> what dark path? <laughs> no internet. It, the, the lights still turn on, just not on a timer that we can work with. I'm all remotely. <laughs> <laughs> it's all manual. Um, I'm your number one contender, your man with the automatic rematch clause, Sebastian of the United States of South America. It's it's normal now. Yeah, it rolls off the tongue. Mm. Like See. A- See, it's nice when you commit to something and you don't change it every week. People can grow to <laughs> expect it and actually become comfortable with it and familiar. The plans I have for next season, <laughs> which is only five episodes away. It yeah. is. I can't believe this is the last time, the last season we're, we're doing yeah. of, 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 of this, you know, pandemic. Uh, the last problem. curse. Mm. The I last can't curse. believe we still haven't worked out the format of next season yet. I know we have an idea, but like. It'll come to it'll come to us in a dream, like all good things. I hope so. <laughs> and I'm, of course, Andrew Schossler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia. And if you're joining us for the first time, each of us run a virtual nation on a virtual nation simulator, nationstates.net. You can check out all of our nations if in the show notes of this episode. Now, each week we are presented with an issue that we have to try to solve to the best of our ability while maintaining our own unique political leanings. And every five episodes, we are dealt a global crisis that we have to try and deal with. Last last one was a global pandemic. Boo, boo that. It's terrible. Now, in our Patreon-only episode, we decided who best dealt with that issue and surprising no one. Zane Australia uh, dealt dealt with it the best. Can I um, can I tell a different narrative for what happened last episode? <laughs> sure. At the very end, when we were dishing out who receives the veto points, who did the best job, mm-hmm. Zane Australia put himself on sale to to see where his veto points should go. Who would strike an unholy alliance with him for the remaining five episodes? And Submerica, unfortunately, we're just. We're just too good, you know. We don't make shady deals. I, I sometimes I wish we weren't as. Which as shade was this deal made in? Like it was definitely open a gray. on top of the table, yeah, uh, directly with you here. The gentleman from Submerica is clearly mistaken. No, he is bitter about something that must have happened at home. Clearly, he's bringing a lot of resentment to the table. Suffering from some sexual performance issues, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
I don't know how does spin work. I don't. I don't get how it works. <laughs> Normally, it's like fifty percent truth, thirty percent bold faced lie, and twenty percent twinkle in your eye. That wasn't meant to rhyme. <laughs> it just kind of did. That's how spin works. But um, there was nothing unholy about mm. any any sort of alliance. Zane Australia did not I just put itself up for sale in any way. It merely laid out on the table that it was difficult to choose because the merits of both of our decisions were quite clearly lacking in terms of addressing the pandemic. And he was at odds as to who to award the points to. He was committed and to that proposal. There were a few veto points thrown about. Zane Australia, with its lack of veto points when in comparison to the other nations at the table, was feeling a little vulnerable in terms of coming into this last five-episode arc and its ability to defend itself, having already fought one war this this uh, this season, we just wanted we just wanted a little bit of reassurance that we will not be involved in another said war. Well, at least another two way war. <laughs> I only wish I lacked the integrity to make such a deal. After giving Sebmerica a chance to respond, Andropolia stepped in and agreed a reciprocal arrangement mm-hmm. where we would not scrutinize. Well, we would scrutinize each other's affairs, but not interfere with them. The implication, though, is that you will interfere with my affairs. I, I was willing to make that deal with you as well, so American. We you don't make no, deals. I don't want nothing to do with no That's one. Right. I've got no nothing on the internet. We don't make <laughs> done. I'm done. We don't make deals. Direct quote. Maybe we should check our email folders that we got a you know a, a knockback notice from like oh, some mailer yeah. demon or something Maybe, that it, you yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> not not delivered. <laughs> Somebody reach into the bag of mystery and tell us what issue is befalling us. All right. Now have, this last one. I've been given the honor of picking the last one. Because I threw an extra issue in there last minute and I don't want Zane to think I've like marked it. To no, pick I it will out. say this is true. if there is a unanimous this issue isn't ha- Zane Straley will harness the power of my gypsies that I got 10 <laughs> episodes ago after they fled from Andropolia. I will harness the power to, to, to bounce the curse to be something else. I have it in my fingers. It better be a good one. I hope it's a good one. So far in this season, we have dealt with a gypsy curse of zombies, mm. time travelers, mm-hmm. an international terror plot. Oh, yes. The Rapture. Ah, uh, that was a good one. The Truman Show. That was fun. That was, my in- that was when <laughs> that I lost was, my internet. That was when you lost the internet. A global nuclear conflict, which was the beginning of the yep. great Zane-Australian Sub-American War. There was no war. It was a skirmish. A friendly <laughs> skirmish between friends. Mm, talking, yep. <laughs> talking animals. Ah, uh, that was my favourite, I that think. That was a good one. Yeah, that was actually a- Zane Straley got to yeah. make a lot of like sweeping changes to social policy with that one. Andropolia too became mm. a lot softer and a little bit more progressive. Mm. Yeah. Well done. Well, the capitalists aren't coming to the table and people need to continue. Quite to right. Come. Gave them the shot. They didn't want to come to the- Universal basic incomes for everyone. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, after the talking animals was the meteor threat. Ah, yes, the meteors. And I'm- Glad that the two of you put your differences aside and declared peace. We were just during playing, during the meteor threat. We were just reenacting our favorite Matthew Broderick movie, <laughs> War Games. Is that Matthew Broderick? The name of the right yes. one? Oh, good. <laughs> yep, that's all we were doing. We we're just playing War although, Games. Although he was more like Matthew Boyderick then. Ooh. Zane Australia 
respectfully disagrees with America. <laughs> I am All sad right. to say that the issue Andrew's pulled out is much longer than the piece of paper that I put in. So oh, it's, thank goodness. So it's not that charming issue that I added. And to add to the pile of gypsy curses, the last one being pandemic, we are adding as the final one, I think you'll agree this is a good one, first contact. Ooh, that is a good one. What a nice one to end on. No. Okay. (laughs) I wonder how they'll feel about- uh, Seb, maybe they all look like John Cena. Okay, maybe they will. (laughs) Maybe they are. Maybe John Cena is an alien. Um, I believe if the MLB franchise has anything to say about it, he will be. Now, are we looking at establishing communication with them or are we- thinking that they might be here for sinister reasons and preparing for that. What's the, what's the goal here, guys? I think it's in, in contact style. We've received a very heavily coded message mm-hmm. that we can either cooperate to decode or decode on our own and also try to maintain, get contact ourselves. I think we, it's still a little bit nebulous and so we can deal with it however we wish in our own nations and, yeah, see how it goes from there. I mean, imagine getting getting a message. You don't know its origin. You don't know its intent. You don't even know the language it's written in. Um, and you have to sort of guess and try and work it out and hope that you went the right way about it. Mm. How, would you, how would you respond to that? Would you genuinely think of it as a mystery to be solved or would you dismiss it as the ramblings of a fool? Yep. I think... I think maybe we can maybe the message that we've received is exactly what is on the Voyager. So, so. It, it being transmitted back to us. So we know that they have some ah. some understanding of what we are doing what are about. So we have to kind of either send a message back to to establish communication or you know develop a space armada to invade. This is a gypsy curse. Mm. And I don't know if you guys have noticed, but the gypsy has not been friendly to us. No. Friendly to me. Oh, the talking <laughs> animals were fun. <laughs> yeah, but then they went away. Yeah. Then the animals stopped talking. Thank God the zombies stopped. Don't worry. My, <laughs> my department of gypsies are working working on it. But the time travellers went away. The, uh, the first contact, just as you raised that it could be messages like Voyager being sent back, mm. now I'm starting to think what if it is the Voyager message garbled through space being, you know, uh, uh, mirrored back to us, you know, around some some black hole gravity shot and we're hearing. Maybe. We're hearing a distorted message that we sent out ourselves. is necessary. Well, Voyager was on like a gold-plated disc. So uh, it requires uh, some implementation to play. That's true. It it Mm. wasn't like an MP3. No, it wasn't just like a radio broadcast. We need a new one with an MP3, with with a little USB. (laughs) Just just throw a USB as hard as you can into space. We're on it. (laughs) (laughs) Bring me my biggest slingshot. What we need is just giant radio transmitters sent in every direction, blaring out, we are here, come find us. Bring your biggest army, please. That's right, set all the dials to 11 and just just for one minute just blare it as loud as you possibly can. Okay, well, does anyone have an issue yes. they particularly want to bring up? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I hope you're all warmed up because this is going to be one big stretch. Oh, good. With liberty, freedom, and guns for all, 
After the banning of firearms in Submerica, the underground Submerica Handgun Association went public, staging a huge protest in an effort to turn over the firearms ban. I know what you're thinking, guys. Guns? What could this possibly have to do with aliens? Mm-hmm. That will be my thesis that we'll work on. <laughs> you're just going to get the- them all to shoot at the sky, aren't you? <laughs> That's a journey we'll go on for the next three hours. Yep. <laughs> We need our guns back, shouts Ned Gutenberg, wildly waving a pistol around in the air. This is an infringement on our personal rights. If someone went and killed a bunch of people with a cricket bat, would you ban them too? Sure, people will be killed, but that's the price you've got to pay for freedom. These liberals keep talking about legalizing drugs. If we can't control them, we might as well join them. Humbug. I say we should do the same for guns. This has come up before. Yeah, because I banned them. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember um, I remember looking at violent crimes and that in removing the, – the UK in removing guns did not reduce violent crime. It merely reduced gun-related deaths. Yes. But knife-related deaths increased. But I wonder if and, – And violent crime as a whole has not – Moved off trend. It's globally, it's decreasing anyway. Yep. Regardless of legislation. I wonder if, okay, so the amount of violent crimes go up, but I wonder if like the casualty rate. So, okay, if someone's going to go on a rampage with a knife and they might kill two people, but if they went with a gun, they may have killed 10. I wonder if the actual casualty rate does lower when guns are reduced as opposed to the uh, instances of violence. Possibly, but I mean, I would have thought your goal is to address the violence rather than the means of delivery of that well, violence. Like, I mean, being stabbed and not dying from it is marginally better than being shot and dying from that, yep. but it's still not good. Oh, it's not good, but also, yeah, killing two people with a knife as opposed to ten people with a gun is still a better result, I guess. You can kill ten people with a knife. But I mean, it might be harder is what I'm saying because it's oh. not as not <laughs> as efficient. I believe this bears <laughs> further study. Mm. Who has a knife? <laughs> Option two. <laughs> Nonsense, insists Michelle Mears while handcuffing herself to your my leg. Excellent. Guns pose a risk to people's lives. No one should have the freedom to be stupid. Do you realize just how easy it could be for someone to get a hold of a gun and go and kill people? If you allow everyone to have guns, you're going to be condemning people to death. The answer to safety isn't more guns, it's more policemen on the beat, more serious attention brought to gun smuggling and banning toy guns and gun-related violence on television. (laughs) We've got to get it into people's heads. Guns are bad. There's that nation state sentence right there. (laughs) You know what's a shocking thing? Those are my two options. Oh, that's pretty I, awful. I didn't read them before I picked before I went into the issue. I assumed that one was keep them banned and one was not. I didn't realize they'd be going full media yeah. ban. So, not gen- only media ban, but also replica and toy ban. Kids can play with other toys. I, I mean, yeah, it's. I'm not too worried about that. It's the fact that they want to shut down a lot of. Yeah, super authoritarian. Yeah, it's it a is super authoritarian way to go about <laughs> it. Genuinely, the single best factor in determining whether somebody will become a criminal is whether or not they grow up in a single parent household. Hmm. uh, That is why the crime rate went down in the nineties after 
uh, abortion was made legal. <laughs> There's some argument yeah. that, uh, yeah, thanks to abortion in the 70s, people who, kids who would have grown up to be criminals in the 90s were never born. There's some... There's some speculation that's what's going that's on. A, that is a scientific study I can get behind. Yes. <laughs> really difficult to prove, though. But genuinely speaking, uh, criminals are disproportionately represented um, as, as coming from uh, single, mother, single mother homes. Okay. So. So good thing you didn't give them maternity leave. <sighs> Don't. No. <laughs> I think I'm going to bring back guns. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, because that, that option is too crazy. Um, it's just it's it's just not viable. Yeah, it's banning too- guns uh, from media as well as banning toys and what have you. It's very similar to what is actually happening in Australia because we have the gun ban. If you have a toy gun in your car, the police can legitimately call you, call, pull you over and confiscate it, even yeah. if it has the little orange <laughs> caps or whatever. It's just. It's just what they're allowed to do. So unless I'm being vetoed, I'm going to bring back guns. Not vetoed. That's a great decision. Ah, uh, it's not, but it's the people, lesser of two. And also in that, in that, in your second option, she said people should not have the right to be stupid. That's not. That's not democratic. Yeah. People are allowed to be stupid, and they will always choose to be stupid. People are stupid creatures. Breaking news: <laughs> Seb America is renowned for its lax gun laws. Policy abolished, gun control. <gasps> Yay! But my <laughs> civil rights rating went from up from excellent to superb. Yeah, I won. It would have gone down a long way. Yeah. Oh, he sounds so sad. I, I got three postcards. Oh, we the people in my sights, and then another <laughs> we the people. One we the people has an Islamic person and one we the people has a white person. I don't know what nature states is playing at here. <laughs> why has, why has, uh, sure, whatever. Shooters. Probably for firearms in conjunction with something else like economy mm. or civil rights or whatever. you. Shooters celebrate gun law decriminalization. Too injured. <laughs> <laughs> Naked people protesting something again. Probably the gun laws. Yep. School bans, chess is too passive. Too e- passive. Need more guns. Yeah. <laughs> Economist bullish on Serbish economy, Serb American economy. Tourism industry discounts benefit locals. Okay. So weaponization up 81%. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to check what that means because it was probably on negative something before. So I'm curious. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, scientific advancement up 24. Gambling That's up. That's good. Yeah. Lots of R&D into weapons research. Yeah. Banning anything, yeah. as, as even from research, means that you you always restrict what what your scientists can work on. Yeah, that's true. Uh, gambling up ten and childlessness and ideological radicality up nine, and then it paddles off. As for the as for the downs, so Americans love a gamble, don't they? Mm-hmm. Still gambling less than all of you. It's because it's so low. Any little change ah. is a big yeah. Safety is down twenty eight percent. Pacifism and social conservatism down seventeen. Primitiveness down twelve. Authoritarianism down nine, and then it whatever. I'm just I'm just gonna while here. I'm gonna jump into weaponization and check it. Please do. Oh, okay. Actually, I'll check mine as well because I I think mine will still be the highest. Oh, okay. So my change isn't huge. I was on point two, and now I'm on point three. So I, it's quite low still, but it did. In saying that, it's now at an all time high because my yeah. highest was point two seven when we started, and it went all the way down to. Point one five, and then now, yeah. What did you say? Point three. Point three weapons per person. Yep. Andropolia, 
is coasting on 7.1. Okay. So at least I know that I don't, it's not a huge problem right now. And <laughs> it, it means if them aliens turn, if they turn bad, then, um, then you're prepared. <laughs> 0.3 of us are ready. Hey, Australia, that's a 50% increase. Zane Australia started at 0.23, went down to 0.15 pretty much right at the yeah. start and has just stayed there okay. yep. forever more. Because you banned guns too, didn't you? Uh, I don't think I've ever banned them. No, okay. I don't think I've ever had that opportunity. Let's be clear. That option comes up again. I'm banning guns. Flip, no, not, not with that other option in there though, but if the, the option just to that, get rid of guns. Well, that's the problem with nation states is usually a simple ban is not always on the cards. Yeah. It's a ban of something and then something ridiculous because bans. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When it comes to it, I'm pretty ridiculous. Are you suggesting that people can take a ban out of of context and, and, and scale it out of proportion, Zane? Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yes, I am suggesting that. That's what I'm suggesting. I have an issue it's called Park That Thought. Oh. It is widely recognised, widely, that Australians are significantly smarter than the world average. Widely recognised. By the Australian so, study, <laughs> yeah. Institute of Research. There have been calls for the government to make use of this natu- national resource. So? Nationalising intelligence? Uh, sure, maybe. Um, well, it's like Australians trying to import science from other countries okay, uh, by making science funding more readily available and, and, and such like that. I think we're we recognising that we have this resource, so let's try and direct it in a way that is... Useful. Great. Let's get rid of public education and people will start learning all over the place. Strangely, don't think that's an option, (laughs) but let's see. Let's see. Let's see what what, what we've got here. There's four options. Uh, Science, progress, a better tomorrow. Sprays fizzle, frazzle head, 20-something geek, Jean May, mouth half full of cold pizza. We're living in a changing economy and the future lies in fuzzy logic and quantum computing. And I'm not talking about a discrete quantity of computing. <laughs> uh, tough crowd. Anyway, the government should fund a science park to push for the boundaries of technological thinking and shake up the status quo. It's an investment in the industries of the future. Right? So push it into industrial development and I guess push science into the economy. Everybody's already working for the government. 60% of people are working for the government. Uh, Option number two. Clever is as clever does, declares frazzle-haired 30-something PhD student Luna Snape smugly. Governments and world leaders, you always want to monetize things when actually intelligence and learning are their own reward. Instead, you should find a symposium park where ideas can be exchanged, poems can be written, and minds can grow. No, there's no money in it, and... It's not all about money, you know? It's 
kind of the same idea but without any marketable applications. Yes, without driving it towards industry. It's just yeah. kind of like here's some resources that smart people can use. Option number three, clever. Areas no clever. In turns, frazzle-head 40-something philosopher Sean Boothroyd. We're thinking too much about thinking and not enough about mindfulness. Give us some land to build a meditation park. Discourage this mad world questioning and worship of intellect. Embrace introspection and spirituality and grow our souls. If you can document a soul, maybe I can It's really it. just kind of like, that's like, just stop worrying about science. Mm. And I don't think that's the direction you want to go Start looking at spirituality. <laughs> I, mean, I don't mind that. I just don't see why the government would get involved with that. Like that's something that people can choose to do on their own time. Option number four. Oh, so we're an oh-so-clever nation and you want to build a national park celebrating that. Moans, Frizzlehead 50-something cattle breeder <laughs> Alexi Hansen. Is there something wrong with your hairdressers? <laughs> it's, it's just this, uh, yeah. Mm. yeah. Everybody's in a factory making a yeah. widget. <laughs> Give me a break. Help me out with setting up a ranch park where we can raise good quality cattle. IQ doesn't fill bellies. Beef fills bellies. Now, if the aliens are coming, they're going to want subjects for their experiments. And as we all know, they love to turn a cow inside out. Or put things Do in their Do we bark. know that? I think if we want to find out if we know that, we should go with option number one and study what the aliens want there and is, could possibly be. There is some anecdotal evidence, thanks to <laughs> South Park, <laughs> that aliens love disemboweling cattle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, how do you catch a fish? The worm on a hook. Teach it to notice a fisherman. No, bait. <laughs> bait. You need bait. The cow's your bait. Why is a cow my bait? Because we aliens. have, in fact, re- received the Voyager signal mm-hmm. back at us. That's not, there's no cows on that. What if it was that a- was speculation based on the previous history of the gypsy for being a cunt. It's true. <laughs> sure. Um, well, unless there's a veto incoming. Why are you looking at me? Because <laughs> Andrew, Andrew can't veto you, even though I. You I are free to to enter into your own treaties. You have not. You have not uh, been been assertive enough, or progressive enough, or what's the word I'm looking for? Um, assertive. Uh, progressive enough. <coughs> in, progressive enough in seeking. Diplomatic enough. Shut up, Zane. This is about you. <laughs> in seeking, you know, peace treaties. This is a treaty. Zane Australia and Antropolia have signed a treaty this that isn't we will- a, This isn't a peace treaty. This is something else. This is, this is progress for the two of our nations to move forward without interference from each other, without yeah. fear of interference from each other. Yeah. In the last five episodes of the show, well, the season. Yeah. Had you asked me at the very start, oh, at any time- Andrew. I would have seriously considered- I never would have. <laughs> and, and, I know, and I know that about you, Seb. <laughs> exactly, because I'm consistent. Consistent character work. Consistently Wait, okay. pushing your At what your point people- did you think that Zane Australia would not be open to a treaty? About the time that you started bombing my nation. And then asked, like, almost every mm. episode for a treaty. You didn't ask for a treaty. You asked for- a reparation. <laughs> it wasn't reparation. It was worse than reparation. 
So, unless there's I'm a video coming. I'm not vetoing you. Just okay, I'm do going, the thing. I'm if going they, with option number one. If they Independence Day you, they Independence Day you. I would have thrown them some cows. Unfortunately, you don't have an option there not to fund something. Correct. Um, um, which, is, which is what you were going to do anyway. It's Andropolia that doesn't like spending public funds on anything. Yeah. So a faint smell of body odour can be detected at several miles distance from the National Science Park. However, teen builds working deep space exploration rockets. So we're well on our way to surveying the outer limits of the solar system and the galaxy itself for intelligent life. (laughs) State schools shine in latest rankings. Newspaper readers demand more complex crosswords. Engine room of economy ticking over nicely. Now, I've said I'm only going for the uh, 1% and ups. Pizza delivery up 13%. Whoa. Sure. The workers need to eat. Yep. Information technology, three. Scientific advancement, two. Intelligence, 1.3. Average disposable income up 1.6. A public, uh, no, so that's all below one. Uh, And there there is nothing above 1% that has gone down. The biggest is weather at 0.8%. If I was being cynical, I would conclude that Zane Australia has razzle dazzled <laughs> their their population into basically, you know, exploiting exploiting them to make widgets under the guise of technological advancement and high tech research. Andrew, you've yes. created. You've, we want yeah. we want cyborgs. We want androids. <laughs> we want to leave this this yeah. cesspit of of a, of a world where we have to deal with troglodytes like Zedmerica hey. and <laughs> and authoritarian <laughs> regimes like Andropolia. Hey, hey. <laughs> There's none of that going on here. We were dead to get rid of the internet. We're also, just a nation of The world tough isn't guys. entirely a cesspit, but when when you when it comes down to it, yeah, we're we're pushing forward to that extremes of the futurist beliefs now. Like we really we've made a lot of progress from where we started and we're kind of pushing the limits now of human intelligence there and boundaries. Go. Pushing the limits of how shiny you can make your sweatshops. They're not sweatshops. No one's forcing anyone to work there. Aren't they? No, they get paid whether they, they go to work they, or not. Everyone works for the government. Yeah. Whether they work or not. Yeah, that's they exactly right. They choose to work or not. Yeah, none of this 60% rubbish. They all work for the government and only 40% of people actually there are, there achieve are, something. There are still some some people that are outside yeah, of the government. unfortunately. Yeah, we're trying to get rid yeah. of them as soon they as we can. They still get paid by the government. <laughs> As well as yeah, despite whatever their productivity. My to. God, I wish they just stop. <laughs> what is your issue, Andropolia? The old grey matter. Oh, when newspaper the Andropolia City Herald referred to over sixty fives as society's growing burden and as unproductive leeches, there was outrage amongst the eldest generation. Looking to prove them wrong, a number of them have ganged together. That's right, ganged together. Mm to create the Violet Hat Society, a gathering of retirees who are volunteering to contribute to the greater good. How can this be for the greater good? The greater good. Shut it! Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. My timing was off. <laughs> I, was like, I, I was like, there's a pause. There's a pause. <laughs> I know, I know. Well done. I did my job. Well done. Thank you. No, please stop. Stop. <laughs> they have asked you how they can help serve Andropolia. I think we've got a lot to teach the younger generation, says Violet Hat founder Maria Cohen, putting the finishing touches to an impressive watercolour landscape. Perhaps we could set up an official advice service to pass the wisdom of a life of experience on to the younger generation. All right. 
maybe. Maybe that advice service could also, I don't know, interpret the incoming messages and try and look for patterns in their downtime. They do like a crossword, don't they? Maybe. The are, they, are, they, are they asking for funding or just to like tell us what you want us to do? They're, they're looking for avenues to be helpful. Right. The Violet Hat Society. And, and they're not asking for funding. Well, the first one is is simply asking, perhaps we could set up an official advice service. I'm sure it would come with some sort of stipend or even to keep the, the lights going, not necessarily sure. drawing an income from it, but, uh, you know, it would be funded yeah. in some way uh, to pass the wisdom on. Okay, interesting. You can pass wisdom on better when you're working alongside each other mm. or, mm. you know, voluntarily interacting, not school excursions being sent to Ugh. the advisory board to listen to these old people. Excursions. They can be fun, but generally not. Number two, personally, I've always wanted to see Brankaland, hence society member Sherlock Kapoor packing a beige floral plant trolley suitcase. If the government could see its way to subsidising travel for the elderly, we could spread across the world and sing the praises of our homeland. Oh, buddy. It'd be good for the Confederacy's international image. Good for my tan. Win-win, right? Saying that they're old and wise, like, you know... You've seen the patterns. You know yeah. Andrew Polly's not going to subsidise you. No, nah, no free trips. Nobody gets free trips. Absolutely not. If they really want to help, how about running some childcare for my rugrats? Asks working single dad Carl Reed as he forks over 100 amples to a gum-chewing young lady that you presume must be his babysitter. Mm. Mm-hmm. It'd mean people like me could get to work and maybe even engage in uh, social activities. Mm. He gives a quick guilty glance at the high heel wearing girl as she leaves. Okay, so daddy wants to be daddy for an hour mm. and he needs his kids minded. Yeah, Andropoli is not getting involved in the uh, <laughs> child minding for prostitution uh, services. Sure, it's not exclusively prostitution. No, oh, no, they're going to want to put something somewhere. <laughs> Aren't they lovely, these old Jensen biddies? asks 30-year-old Emma Xavier, unaware how condescending this sounds. No, no, we don't need them to do anything. They've worked <laughs> they've worked away and now they must retire and enjoy the sunshine. They can't leave they, they they can leave running the country to the young and healthy while they go play bingo or work their allotments or whatever it is that crusty old people like to do. Get these purple cat people or whatever they call themselves to form a working committee where they can debate each other and keep out of everyone else's way. Then make a policy of ignoring whatever they come up with. <sighs> That's misguided, mm. but it's also the option where nothing happens and they are left to that's, fill their own time. And that's the outcome that you want for nothing to happen. The sentiment is completely wrong, yep. but I can't fault her on what she's proposing. I mean, Zane Australia, I believe, has had this option and went for option number one. If they wanted to help and they felt that they could, then the option number one is the, the least input for the most output. This is what they wanted to do. They suggested it themselves. And not a lot of input. Whereas with that last one, even if you're not subsidizing anything, you still have to pretend to listen to them. Otherwise, what's the point of setting this up, this whole charade to begin with? This is true. Mm. Although you have forgotten the one thing that's better than not paying any money. Is 
Doing nothing at all. Paying even less money than you already <laughs> are. If they're healthy and capable, shouldn't they be in the workplace? Asks oh. taxpaying 20-something this Josh This is an Australian yeah. option. Yeah. If they wanted to work, they can work. Yeah, exactly right. Let's do away with the idea of pensions and retirement. They can keep contributing economically instead of spending their time pottering about, interfering with everything and asking their grandkids what they, when they're going to settle down and stop travelling or something. Mm. Um, yeah, I think doing away with pensions and mandatory retirement is absolutely yeah, the right they, way to go. Yeah, if they want to retire and they can afford to retire, then they can retire. If not, then they can contribute in whatever way they can find to contribute. Absolutely. So unless there's a veto coming... No, of course not. <laughs> Sorry, but there isn't actually. Was that you launching a veto <laughs> somewhere in the background? You'll Beating. get the veto in two to five business days. <laughs> Just giving a silent, very heavy wink to your to your yeah. secret service. <laughs> the military doesn't doesn't run very efficiently without the internet. <laughs> Or is that just you beating on your bunker as a sort of rudimentary Morse code because none of the internet works? You can't actually communicate with We've each other. We've got pigeons for that. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> you laugh, but your pigeons aren't still delivering messages. Mm, that's true. Submerica has invented tunneling pigeons, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. They're called mole rats. Nope. <laughs> then why do they have wings, Zane? <laughs> Vestigial. Yeah. <laughs> So grannies with arthritic hands work miserably on factory production lines. Oh, Of course, that's the way it was going to go. The Antropolia Sentinel reports race row after child ejected from school. That's a shame. Four dead in road rage incident after drivers produce assault weapons. That's a shame. Hey, Antropolia. <laughs> How are things going over there? Fewer Aliens? lazy bums than ever before, bosses note. And economic growth exceeds forecast. Now, the way that ties into aliens is, of course, there's a resource in, in elderly people and they were being squandered. That resource was being squandered. They themselves said, we need Can't something contribute. to do. Yeah. yeah. So I said, great. Now you're not going to be supported for doing nothing, for having, having, having worked, um, and you can go back to work if you want to. You can continue doing nothing. You're just not going to draw a pension anymore. Yep. Obesity, up 3.5%. Weaponization, up 3 Average disposable income, however, up 2.5%. I'm guessing because taxation is down. Yes, I would imagine so. Uh, average income pensions. Mm, average income is up uh, 2.5%. Manufacturing is up 2 The death rate is up 2 Charmlessness and freedom from taxation both up 1%. So as for the downtrends, safety and the human development index down 3 Compassion and pizza delivery down four. Pacifism down five. Weather down six. Welfare down 10%. Lifespan down 10%. Oh, Andropolia. I just want to say on behalf of Zane and myself, I was going to give him the big applause just sarcastically. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. That's good. It's unfortunate that lifespan took such a hit. You've been made a, you made a good, good gain on that in the last arc. Yeah, I was not expecting that. Mm. Uh, and niceness down 37%. Uh, so that did not go the way I thought it would. I mean, well, no, it did go the way you thought it would, but there were extra drawbacks that you didn't foresee. Correct. Yeah. Whew, that, that's, that's, uh, that's that hurt. A couple, couple, couple yeah. hard blows there. All right, well, that's us for this week. So uh, join us next week as we continue to grapple with the alien 
I guess, first contact, mm. trying to make it second contact. <laughs> uh, if you want to find us online, we are on Facebook and we are on Twitter or you can find us at our home on the web, that's notcanon.com. And there you can find a whole bunch of other podcasts that both Andy and Seb are both part of, as well as myself. And until then, I have been ZNC Webber, Chancellor of the National Council of Saint Australia, twirling forever towards an increasingly technologically equipped future. I have been your number one contender and your man with the automatic rematch clause, Sebastian of the United States of Seb America. Guys, fight for your dreams and your dreams will fight for you. And I have been Andrew Schossler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia, imploring you all carte blanche sans plume. (laughs) Till next time, everyone. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.